0: Hello everybody, so we had a lot of technical difficulties while recording this podcast, so you will probably hear our intro music when this happens, and yeah, that's it, that's the little disclaimer on this particular podcast, we loved recording this with Deja and it's one of our first recorded podcasts. So please enjoy it and cherish these wonderful women. And without further explanation, let's hear that amazing intro.
1: Well, hello everyone. This is Monse here. And guess what? Belen's here today because her internet allowed
0: her to. Welcome Belen. Hey everyone. Yes, today I'm here. Like not like the last podcast because my Wi-Fi wasn't working. But yes, today I'm here and well today we're with our amazing friend and amazing woman, Deja Myers. So Hello. Deja, having you here is such an honor. I well, like quick story. I met Deja last year, and we got along pretty well. And she became like my friend for a week. I kept seeing her like every day, at every time, at every moment. <laughs> and yeah, I, I we've been friends since that, since last year. Uh, well, without further introduction, Deja, how you been? I've been doing pretty okay. I'm
2: um, just working. Quarantining. Um, I'm from, uh, I live in America, so there's a lot of uh, social tension going on right now Mm -hmm. as it regards to racial relations. So I've been doing a lot of organizing and protesting as well. So
1: just been pretty busy, honestly. Good for you. We should all be on the streets or protesting in some kind of way. All right. So Deja and I met. On a Zoom call. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know, uh, probably like a couple months ago, Belen introduced us um, through a Zoom call. And yeah, we we have some passions and causes in common. So Mm -hmm. she's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, So now it's time for you guys to... um, Get to know Deja and get to know why she's so freaking awesome. So much. So yeah, can you please tell us more about you? Who are you, Deja? Who is Deja?
2: Um, y'all hyped me up a lot. I don't I don't think I'm all that impressive, but thank you. Um so I went to Florida State University um, in Tallahassee, Florida, where I got my bachelor's in sport management at the age of 20. And then when I turned 21, I got my master's in sport management. And this fall, I plan on going back to school to get my master's in social work so that I can become a um, Uh, licensed therapist so because I have a really big passion about mental health and so I want to be able to help other people navigate that space for themselves um I was a part of Peace Jam which is where I met Belen um during the national the world the world summit for Nobel Peace Laureates, and Merida. Um, So I continue to do a lot of work with Peace Jam. Uh, Peace Jam is actually what sparked um, my change in career uh, going into social work. So yeah, that's just a little bit about me. I've been in school forever. <laughs> passionate about mental health, passionate about you know positive outlooks on life. Um, and helping people feel better about themselves
0: all right awesome okay okay that's a great story and deja we're not hyping about you like like i genuinely think you're awesome like <laughs> i genuinely think you're 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 such an inspiration for us and definitely you were an inspiration to me because we would not be doing this podcast right now if it wasn't for your friendship and for your kindness like yeah, I've never met a person that was so kind with a stranger, <laughs> and, and invited her to everything they do. So, yeah, that's that's why I I'm, I I created PJM Merida here because some people that might be hearing this probably don't know what PJM is. But yeah, I, I created PJM Merida with a, with Monse and other people like Lucia. But yeah, they were a great part in into that. So yes, you are an awesome person. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. And well, to keep going, like you were talking about, yeah, what we're doing, like currently doing right now, or in the mm-hmm. past year. But well, what's your story, like? What's more, like more about you, like your roots, your your like the the beginning of Deja. Your
1: origin story. Your origin. <laughs> Makes me sound like a superhero. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um, so I was born in Virginia on a military base. Both of my parents were in the military. My dad was in the Navy and my mom was a military police officer in the Army. Uh, so I was born in Portsmouth, Virginia on the naval base there and then um, moved to Florida where... I mean, I've stayed for a very long time. We moved to Florida, then, um... I think it's definitely been a theme in my life. I've always been kind of the friend that my friends come to to talk about things. Um, and I've... Even when I was in middle school and high school, my friends used to always call me, like, the therapist of the group. So I I think it's very fitting that that's what I'm hoping to go into now. Um... Professions, so that's a that's a little bit more about me. I, I don't know what else y'all y'all want to know,
1: but <laughs> it's very interesting, and um, I can relate to that in a way because like I studied business administration um, as a, a bachelor's, and yeah, now that I joined PGM and everything, I'm like rethinking my life decisions. <laughs> like I'm like, do I really want to do this? Um would I like to do something you know more like I've actually even considered social work. Ooh. So I'm like very confused right now in my life. And now the internet's gonna know that, which is fine, whatever. Like, um so yeah, I understand sometimes you just Things get in the way and life happens and you realize what you're actually passionate about. And that's amazing that you're going to start doing your masters in social work. Um, question. How did you get into, you know, into the whole activism thing? Like what, what called your attention or what was your first interaction with activism
2: oh that's a good question i honestly i don't know what like my first interaction with activism is i've always been really outspoken about things like injustices that i see um even within my friend groups if my friends say something problematic i like i'm like gonna be the person that's like hey no um and i've always really been like that um i first started like activism and the you know protests and whatnot petition type thing once I got to college um and especially once I started Peace Jam I went to my first um rally or protest for gun control um I've been to multiple protests uh, in the past few weeks now for Black Lives Matter and so I've always been upspoken, uh outspoken about things. Um, mm-hmm. And I just, I care. I'm a very empathetic person. I care about other people, you know, having rights and being able to live their life um, the way that yeah. they used. And I think it's important that um, I use my voice and the privileges that I do have to help other people. And I mean, when Lives Matter, I am black, and so that's also a big reason why I'm a part of that activism. Because it's not like I'm I'm fighting for someone else, like really I'm fighting, you know, for Mm -hmm. me and my people, but um just across the board when it comes to like LGBTQ um issues and rights and things like that in America, um, women's rights and you know even rights for, you know, like ex-convicts, like things like that. And just like human rights in general, um, across the board, healthcare, uh, sustainable income, things like that. I just think it's important that everyone have a chance to be happy in life. And, you know, if we have to petitions and call some governors and march in the streets, then that's what we're gonna do.
1: Oh, that's great
0: yes yes it's it's great well with with hope that said, um I was really interested into having this talk with you because you have plenty of things to talk like you're doing right now, like the black experience series, and also like you said you're you're very outspoken in many issues but one thing that really changed my, my, my point of view, it was that talk we had. Well, for those who are hearing this, uh, we had a talk and a workshop with Deja where she talked about like mental health, and physical health. And it was really amazing. Like all these people that were in this workshop were like, Oh, Deja, this, this was amazing. Like I've changed the way I, now I see myself. And I'm not kidding. Like before that workshop, I was like, super invested into doing tons of exercising and well we are in a pandemic like I was eating more than I was eating without the pandemic and all of this stress I was putting into myself and yes like that talk really helped me and well I don't know what what was like what events or things led to you that to decide no, I'm going to invest in my mental health invest and invest in my physical health, but I'm going to balance it everything like we would really like to know more about your journey into discovering and knowing all those things you you shared with us because never in a million years I would be i would reflect myself like oh i shouldn't be putting this this weight on my health and on my mental health just for the way i look if i'm a healthy person like i don't know if i'm explaining myself well no yeah um i i think just as i
2: got older i saw i started to you know feel the toll that you know my body image and my weight and all the stuff was like kind of taking on me mentally and you know I started really paying attention to how I was talking about myself like inside of my head and stuff and how I was feeling mm-hmm. and I just, I just think I I realized that you know I was putting all of this like pressure on myself to like look a certain way or eat a certain way or work out a certain way um, or work out a like a certain amount in a certain way. And I was like, this is just like a lot um, to have to like think about and it's like I'm not happy like you know, yeah being hyper vigilant about what I'm eating all the time or like, oh, I have to make sure I like I need to do like a whole bunch of cardio because I need to burn off everything that I've eaten today um and all that stuff I was like oh you know i i'm 130 pounds now like i can't do that like i need to get back into the 120s and all that stuff and i'm just like that's like too much and honestly there's way like way too many things, too way too many more important things for me to be thinking about in life rather than like a number on a scale or what not i ate too many chips today um so i just giving myself a lot more grace when it came to you know eating and working out and not counting calories anymore and just like listening to my body you know eating when I'm hungry not for making myself go food because you know I ate whatever I ate earlier in the day or something or because I wasn't able to work out today like just listening to my body eating when I'm hungry, working, not working out too much to the point where my entire body, like, can't function anymore. Um, and so, yeah, I just... I, and then I realized I was a lot happier that way rather than when I was putting all these restrictions on myself. Um, and that I felt a lot better about myself, too, um, when I realized that there is no... Like, there's no way that anyone is supposed to look and that I just am who I am. And as long as I'm healthy and happy, then that's what's important,
1: so. Yeah, definitely. Um, One of the things we talked about um, when you talked to us (laughs) uh, in that, um, what was it, a workshop? Yeah, it was a workshop. Yeah, it was a workshop. Um, That Villain's talking about, like the same thing happened to me. But when I heard about like this podcast, was that a podcast? No, sorry. It was a video of Jamila Jamil with Sam Smith. And they were talking about their bodies. And you know, like Sam Smith was talking about his journey and. It's crazy like I think he had like liposuction or bypass surgery or something like that when he was a kid um and that he has always he had always been like um you know like feeling this weight of looking looking in and and I, I mean looking in a certain way um and Jamila Jamila, I think she was, she talked about, um, she had had some, um, eating disorder. I think it was bulimia or anorexia. I'm not sure. So they were talking very openly about it and, and they were talking about like, now I eat, now I'm fine. Like I work out whenever I feel like it. Like, it just completely changed my vision on working out and eating because I grew up in an environment where you have to work out because you have to look thin or you have to look hot or sexy or whatever, um, and you have to eat healthy because that's how you're going to be thin also and have a nice body and be attractive. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, when I heard them, well, when I watched the video and I heard everything they were saying that kind of like clicked in my head that we don't need to like live up to anyone's standards, like any magazine standards or runway model or whatever. It's just like, Whatever makes you happy, and but also like be healthy, like not because you're like okay with um, however your body looks like or, or or anything, like you also gotta take care of your health, you know, like it's not like you're gonna binge uh, fast food every single day, um, so. Um, so we spoke about Jamila Jamila last time, cause I, I, I honestly, yeah, I'm obsessed with her. Like, I love her. Um, and, and so this body positive movement, um, I don't know who started this, but I got in touch with it, with a local influencer. She gets a lot of, um, really bad, um.
0: I I think you're going to, I think you're, I think you know what you're going to say. And I love her. I don't know if if you're talking about the person. Sassy? Yeah, Sassy. Yeah. Honestly, I really like
1: Sassy because she's really, um, outspoken as well. And she's really vulnerable, like, and open. Like, she does not keep anything, like, She's not like reserved there all, at all, so I love that. Um, and then I guess um, then I found out about Jamila and, you know, so I, I have no idea, honestly, when this whole movement started, but I'm glad it did. And it really helped me to also um, be okay with my body image and my body and my weight and the way I look or whatever um so that's how I kind of like got interested and somehow involved with it how did you get involved with the body positive movement
2: kind of the same way just really after I mean I don't uh, like I don't know how like when I really like got involved into it, I mean, it's just some a way that voice felt like, um, of, you know, kind of loving yourself and things like that. Like that was more of an internal journey rather than me like really following anyone on Instagram or anything like that that talked about. It. Um, I do follow people now and whatnot. I just had a conversation on my Instagram yesterday with um, am a pound cake, uh, about. <laughs> because she's a really big voice inside the movement. And um, I do try to, you know, save those spaces for um, other voices like her, you know, like, you know, like bigger women who really, especially like fat black women who are the people who really started the body positivity movement, like forever ago before it became super mainstream. Um, And... So I, I follow people like her because I think that their voices are very much, um, needed, you know, people like Lizzo, um, talking positivity because it's really, you know, their bodies are more so the ones that come under a lot more scrutiny than like, you know, bodies like mine. So, um, I try not to take up too much space within that movement, um, I do, you know, talk a lot about mental health and physical health, which is what my workshop was on and the intersection between those things and, you know, loving yourself. Um, but yeah, so I don't really know exactly when it was that I got into the, um, body positivity movement. Uh, it definitely was more recently that I started following influencers that talk about it, but Mm always, um, like I said, it's been a few years for myself personally i've been on the journey of you know just trying to connect my physical health and my mental health to one another
1: yeah that's great and um one of the things we talked about with that i think it's interesting um it's how people will judge someone's health based on the way their body looks like if they look somehow bigger they're like oh they're so not healthy and if you are kind of like a fan of theirs or like promote their work or whatever it's like oh you're promoting obesity which is bad and you know you also get some backlash because of that so Mm -hmm. and we we talked about Lizzo. it's like you don't know what Lizzo's health is like it might be amazing And you mentioned um, how she, on her performances, um, like she does like a lot of,
0: what was it? like Dancing and moving around.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She dances, she plays the flute, she's running around for hours. She's, you know, singing at the same time. Like her lung capacity is definitely better than most people, she probably has the lung capacity of like a track runner or a cross country runner because of the amount of, you know, physical activity that she does on any given night during a show, um, and for people to just look at her body and be like, you're automatically, you know, unhealthy or unfit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, most of us wouldn't be able to do that choreography, then play the flute and then try to sing afterwards. And, all of that would be tired after five minutes. <laughs> so for you to just insinuate that she's not fit based on how people um, really doesn't mean anything.
0: Yes. and um, Well, I was looking, I was like on Twitter the other day and I followed this account that talks about activism and stuff in like, Latin America and the, the world in general. And this account uploaded a video of, of Lizzo of... of um, they were talking about how liso like Monsa said, people is always like telling her no why you 're not healthy and and the this video on this account was like a compile of different videos of Liso exercising and doing oh, stuff yeah. and dancing and and like it was like a like it was like an interview or something, and it says in the video that the liso replied to this that she she was telling like. Oh, like, I'm healthy and I'm working for my healthy lifestyle, but I'm just working for my healthy body, but the body that I'm looking is not the body that you all find healthy and that's like your problem, not mine. Like, she, she was like, like, she, she she's probably healthier than, than me and than much people, but like, just because she, she's not like pursuing like the ideal body, like society has put in it into us. Like, she's you know, automatic not healthy to people but she's like super healthy. Like like she uploads tons of videos on um, on TikTok about her doing exercise. And yeah, this video also talked about how TikTok like has erased videos of her exercising or in like in bikinis and stuff. Because like Seriously? Yeah, she I think there's a video of her in TikTok talking about this. Like TikTok has erased videos of, of her in like in a bikini and stuff because they are like not with their policies or something. But and she, and she's like, Why? Like you you don't erase my videos with me exercising, but yeah, you erase my videos with me and like showing my body and how much I love myself. Like there's all this stuff that that like they really opened my eyes. Like I'm not gonna lie, like I, I I felt like really ignorant in this in this topic. But like hearing to you and like Hearing these all these voices that are speaking, I, I really changed my, my point of view on how everyone can have the body they want to have. Like, you're not here to judge, no, you're just too big, or no, you're too skinny, or no, you're like, <laughs> let me live. <laughs> this is my body, not yours. But yes, this, this thing with Lisa, it's like really kind of pissed me off because, yeah, she's super healthy. The people are just judging her.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, I
1: remember that video. And honestly, like, I can't do anything that she's doing in that video. <laughs> like, it was, like, squats and I don't know what else. um, mm-hmm. And lunges and the rope thingy. I can do that for, like, more than five repetitions. And she was just, like, moving it, like, for, like, God knows how long. And I was, like, dang. Um, and then I think, like, another thing in the body positive thing, it's, like, the way you dress it. Mm-hmm. Um Like, I remember, not going to name names. And this is a personal uh experience. Um I remember we were in college, like it was like orientation week. And this girl, like she got like a piercing um on her belly button. And she was wearing she was wearing like a crop top, so because obviously like she just got it, she went to show it up. Mm-hmm. And some people were like, Oh my god, like she doesn't have the body to wear a crop top and like blah, 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 you know? And I'm like, um, could you not? Like she's bleeding. Like that's more important. She was bleeding because of the piercing. <laughs> so it was like, that's more important than the fact that she's wearing a crop top or not, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so like, yeah. So I think like fashion is also uh or, or the way you dress it, you, you dress your body like it's, you know, like, oh, if you're bigger, like, try to hide it. Um, or if you're, like, super fit or something, it's like, oh, you have to wear, like, very tight uh, clothing or whatever, because you have to show it up. It's like, mm, should, I think, like, people should wear whatever they want, like, Billie Eilish is um someone that also gets a lot of scrutiny because of her body and the way she dresses and everything it's like and I think she says like I don't want people to um criticize my body that's why I weigh sorry not weigh. this is why I wear like oversized stuff um so I think, um, yeah, that's another thing. Like, society has put on us, like, oh, if you're big, like, kind of like, we're, like, you should not wear tight stuff. Like, you should wear, uh, loose and big stuff. And then if you're fit, like, you gotta show it off. If you have, I don't know, like, And with us women, it's like, oh, depending on your environment, I guess. Like, if you're in a conservative environment and you have big boobs, it's like, oh, you have to, like, I don't know, like, don't show them. Like, put, like, a freaking scarf around it or something. I don't know. Or, you know, I feel like... I'm not even sure where where or when all this society standards started but I like the fact that we're all kind of like speaking up and doing our own thing now. So um where where do you see the whole body positive movement moving towards today? Um
2: I just i i hope that it makes allowing people to you know just be themselves without having a screen allowing people to wear what they want not judging people off of their weight or how they look to you um i just hope that leads to a more you know inclusive um, And also more representation, like I was talking Mm -hmm. about in my my show yesterday, is that you don't see a lot of representation of, you know, like fat people in media and in magazines and on TV and all like they're just they're not there. Or um, like Danny said, in my presentation yesterday was like or they're like the comedic relief you know they don't get very serious roles um mm-hmm. so I see those things change in the future as well that you know not everybody in the world is a you know size two and four and that that shouldn't be the only people we see on TV and in shows are just you know you know skinny people um so I just you know I hope that the world becomes more inclusive and more accepting of people in all shapes and sizes and that we see those people a lot more um, in the media that we consume as well.
0: I hope so too. Yeah, representation is really important in, in like in every way. And I'm glad that you mentioned all the, the things that you're doing right now with the Black experience series and all of that that I wanted you, to, if you're willing to do, to share what you're doing that and what is about, what is this about? Like this, I, I really am like, I'm really impressed. And I'm really excited about what's coming forward in your Instagram and in your social media, because you're doing like great talks with all these great people and yeah, where this idea came from, like all this. Like, in fact, well, you have talked to us about your activism and you wanted to speak about things. So, well, I don't know if you want to share more about this project you're having right now. Um, yeah,
2: so on my Instagram, The Natural Black Vegan, I started a IGTV series called The Black Experience. Um where I just interview different creator, black creators, influencers, um, community leaders, educators and whatnot um, about different topics within the black experience. And it just came to me when like during this, you know, the black, the up uh, this resurgence of the black lives matter movement here in America. And I, wanted to, and people, you know, were starting to want to listen to Black voices and, you know, start following more Black influencers and all of this um, because the, the racial tensions reaching such a height in the past few weeks. And so I just wanted to be able to kind of contribute to that education and just showcase the different experiences that different Black people have um, because I think a lot of times people think of like, you know, black people as like this one group and like all of our experiences are the same, but that's not it. So I I try to bring people onto my show who do have different experiences than me. So like um my first episode was just being black in America and American. I had my friend Lamont um on there and he's a black male, so obviously, you know, our experience is gonna be different. And then for the next episode, I had my friend Travis come on, and he's also a Black male, but he also is in a different major at my school. So when we were talking about being at a predominantly white institution, you know, we had different experiences on how that felt for us since we had different majors and were surrounded by different people. So, like, the real point of um, the series is to really show that, you know, the Black experience isn't just, like this constant or like this one experience like there's so many different experiences within um the black community and i just kind of wanted to showcase that by bringing on a bunch of different voices so i'm really excited it's been it's um it's been very scary to you know talk about a lot of different things and like have it out there for the public but it's been received really well and i'm really excited to see where it goes in the future and to continue to um Talk to different people and showcase different experiences.
1: You're the next Oprah.
2: <laughs> I wish.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, but your platform has been growing like really fast. Like, I've seen like in a market like like months and I like we, we do like social media for living. So I I I see that your platform is like like growing fast. Like, you have like a really great thing in your hands, and I'm pretty sure you're going to impact many people with what you're doing because, like, your numbers are growing, and I, I really enjoy what what you're doing. And I saw the first one with your like with your friend Lamar just saying, right? Lamar, Lamar yes. Lamar, sorry, yeah, I I saw. I saw the first one and I got really impressed about when he was talking about mental health and how going to a therapist is not like an option for some black people. And Mm -hmm. I was really impressed by that. And like, it really opened my eyes in, in many ways about, and mainly because in all of this workshop, in all of this podcast, sorry, we're talking about mental health and it's importance and of that, and just by b- being part of the black community, you're not able to, to receive that, that that kind of thing. And what you're doing, it's, it's really important. And I, I really believe that you have a great project in hands and that it's going to impact many people in you. Yeah,
1: it's great. Um, sorry, I lost what's next. Um, not sure, but then you're supposed to finish.
0: Yes, but I switched, I switched things out. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, what? Yeah. You, you <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So, Deja, I don't know if you, if we want to share something with us. Like, it can be like something weird or random. It doesn't have to be like super emotional. It could just be like, oh, I ate, uh, I ate bread today. <laughs> I don't know. Like, something you want to share with, with the people hearing this or both kids, people, about what's happening right now, or it could be, like, something random. I don't know. The floor is yours. Uh, well, today's Juneteenth,
2: so I'm really excited about that. It's basically, like, Black Independence Day um, in America, so I will be cooking some, you know, like, traditionally Black Food, some collard greens and mac and cheese and, um, yams and yellow rice. So I'm really excited for that. Uh, all vegan, of course, cause I'm vegan, but, um, yeah. And I did a photo shoot earlier this today before coming on to the show. Mm. You'll see the pictures in like an hour. I'm going to post them on Instagram. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah so that's that's
1: what my day has been like um, and yeah, so I'm excited to eat oh, so that's pretty cool i I didn't know what like I have it on my calendar, like Juneteenth, but I was like, What is that? now yes. I know, so happy Juneteenth, everyone
0: <laughs> so cool,
1: everyone here in this it's, yeah. <laughs> which you're gonna this. listen to like very late but yeah. i hope you had an amazing Juneteenth people once you hear this thank you oh, so that's
0: pretty cool that's pretty cool deja i'm hungry deja like i love food by the way i
1: like your name where does it come from what does it mean
0: Ahí está, ahí, ahí
1: está este <laughs> <Please pon> eso? You could take and sling
0: sorry, you went away. Oh my, um... you changed. Oh. No, 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 you you haven't changed. You just have like a blanket on top of you. <laughs> yeah, I have
2: a blanket on. I'm so oh yeah, I was
0: gonna ask. Like that looks so
1: comfy.
2: Yeah. Well, once we didn't have our videos on, I was like, Oh, I can collect. But I, I, don't, I
1: thought, I'm probably going to say
2: right now.
0: See, see me, so I like, Oh, I need lighting
2: and stuff. But I was like,
0: Oh, it's oh just our <laughs> Okay. Well, for everybody, it's like Deja, they just zoom cut her off, and now she's here again. So we we're just talking about food, and well, we're trying to end this podcast, but yes.
1: Right. Yeah, um, I was just saying that I really like your name and I wanted to know what it meant. Oh, mine? Yeah. Uh, I
2: don't, it doesn't really, like, <laughs> I not really, like, have too much, like, my, the way my dad likes to explain my name is like, <laughs> so, my, so, like, day means of, obviously, in Spanish. And then. Oh, yeah. Ja, oh, okay. and then Ja means um God and like Rastafarian, and then mm-hmm. name means faith, so like Iman, like Imani, and like Swahili, and so like it's like of God's faith. Oh, oh
0: nice! But my so my first cute. name would just be of God. Yeah, that's that's a great story. Like even if you tell it, it's it's a great story. <laughs> <laughs> like no, yeah. So my mine's like a short story. There's no great story. Like it also has to do with God. But people here, I don't know why, Deja. But people here misspelled my name all the time. Like it's like it's like my worst nightmare ever. Like I don't know why, why it's it's wrong. Like they write it wrong. Like I don't know if in English there's there's this rule, but like names it there's no like bad photography or wrong way of writing names in Spanish so you can write I don't know Deja wrong and it would be okay grammatically but I don't know why people write my wrong my name wrong with an m at the end it's not Belém, it's Belen because it's like a city like it's a city name you can spell Spain with m at the end because it would be Spain and it was it wouldn't mean what it was supposed to be so yeah people write my name wrong here and I hate it I so so
1: Belen is Bethlehem in Spanish oh. so it's a biblical name yeah exactly that's so cool. that's why she gets mad but people here in Yucatán like we tend to switch the n for the m for some reason
0: because they are wrong, so, I think alive.
1: so I that's the explanation I give her it's like well you know it's because of that and we like to tease you but I think like other people have yeah. like they just like text her and it's like oh hi Belém and people like she's never met but like I I I know that like people write my name with z uh with a c like I, I just get my name butchered so sometimes I just say my name is Olivia Olivia. I come from <laughs> oh well it's my middle name oh okay
0: so Olivia, yeah that's so a, it's <laughs> not that random it's not that random. <laughs> oh my God. okay so yeah be, um after all that the, the silly story about our names like well you're, <laughs> like they, they, thank you so much for being here like i don't want you to feel hyped about like all my love for you i'm not kidding like i, I really <laughs> i really adore what you do um I don't know. Having it here it's, it has been great. Like, thank you so much for giving an hour of your time to us. Like, we're just learning. We're starting this thing. We're, we're trying to, to get better at it. Probably when we are like a super podcast in three or four years and you're super famous, you, we, can, we can do this again <laughs> and maybe be more professional about it. But yeah, I don't know, monster. Or maybe you know. we all have a show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have a talk a talk show. But Deja, I don't know if you want to say anything or monster before we end this.
1: Thank just you. Love. It's always nice to see. Y'all. Um hopefully. Sorry, I'll get sorry, to see Deja, in I interrupted you. Oh no, you're um, fine. Can you talk I, again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just saying thank you for um having
2: me. It's always nice to talk to y'all and hopefully I'll get to see y'all in um Real life soon again, and then hopefully we won't say we can finally hang out and meet each other in real life. And Belen we can do <laughs> out like we did like at the beginning. Belen really wasn't joking that I was there for like six days, and I hung out with her basically. Her we hung out every single day after. <laughs> so. So I can just monopolize your time again. Oh, that's cool. When I come to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, but don't worry, you didn't monopolize. Well, you you kind of did, but because <laughs> of you, I met because of you, I met amazing people. Like you were the the door to meeting amazing people. Like I I wouldn't met every everybody at TCM if it wasn't for you. And I was like you. Mexican friend going everywhere with you. Like, I was just not the peace jam girl. I was just a stranger. There's yes.
1: always like a peace jam person that invites someone. Like with me was Luke, except I'm a grandma, so I was always like, um, yeah, I'd rather go
0: sleep. <laughs> but thank you. <laughs>
1: um,
0: yeah, so, Monty, we can we, we could have been with each other all the time. We could have been met late, like before but we did actually we were working well, together yeah I don't know if you know there's Deja but Monsa was with me in there like yeah I shop.
2: thought so I thought <laughs> I had met Monsa but you said like when at the beginning Monsa said this she met me in <laughs> my workshop so I was like
0: maybe she went there but I was like I felt like I saw her <laughs> and Deja was like Girl, you drunk, you drink shots with me. Why are you selling? Kill me. <laughs> I was like,
2: maybe <laughs> no. I was wrong. I was like, I felt like I definitely met her at the summit, but I was like, she said she met me in the podcast. I mean, during my presentation. So I was like, well, then I guess maybe I was wrong. See? Okay. I, I had seen you before, Monse.
1: I saw, well, okay. So I saw you <laughs> at the, <laughs> hold on, at one of the workshops at Peace Gym. Because yeah, I was some... part of the young journalist club and so was Belen. We were in the same team. But it we were like seven people or something. And there was always like five of us who were like always together and Belen and some guy like we never saw them again. <laughs> so
0: So like uh um, really exposing me, Montserrat, like <laughs> like so... like Victoria from the novels is watching this right now. She's disappointed of me. No, no, no yeah. she was doing her job, but not. You it. know, <laughs> not,
1: not. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so I was at the at the at a workshop, a peace jam workshop, uh, with the billion um hero awards winners, and I remember you being there. So that's probably why we didn't meet, but I saw you. So maybe you saw me.
0: So maybe that's why. It feels like, no? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that's why. I wasn't in that workshop and I'm sad because I, I didn't get to learn the peace dance. You will show two people how to do it. Well, next time, hopefully you're able to come um, to Korea. So that's it for this episode. And now we will leave you with this amazing song. And it's a continuation of our intro, so enjoy.